We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 204. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is the big snow in the 60s. And boy, we've had kind of the roller coaster the past, well, for we've a while. Had it all. I mean, winter storm last week. Let's talk about that winter storm for a while here. Wasn't that fun? I thought so. <laughs> now, we, we when did it hit? Because last week we were talking about the winter storm coming in, right? We, yes. Yeah. We had been talking about it for a while. R- right. I mean, because I think last week's episode was called Winter Storm or we something. We got a winter little bit of sleet and icky-ish on Wednesday, but was it, it, Wednesday didn't, when it, it started? didn't fully hit until... Wednesday, Wednesday, late Wednesday, Wednesday night. night. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean, we had the the freezing rain, a little bit of freezing rain, and it rained. And I kept thinking, well, whatever. I mean, okay, everybody should know from us in our podcast, and we talk about winter weather. It is so difficult to predict because it just depends on where that freezing line is located. And so we would get a timeline from the National Weather Service. Okay, well, it's supposed to kind of be in a mix here, and then kind of turn to snow here, and then if what three to six hours later we get a new timeline because it was it's just impossible because this particular setup was it wasn't unique it was kind of classic we just had a jet stream that was going southwest and northeast and it set up and then you had the cold air coming down from the northwest and it's like how far was that cold air going to penetrate and change everything over it's like well, yeah it's it's impossible. Bottles can't handle that. They can get close, but they just can't do but, it. I mean, but honestly, I feel like what was predicted is what we got. Yeah, it the turned out. did it, handle it pretty decently. Uh, eventually. I mean, the yeah. GFS said, what, 15 inches? And it's no, like, no, it's, it brought it us down to nine. They put but us see, in eventually like the, it brought us down, right? They put yeah. us in like the six to eight. And didn't you say... And it, some like, places in town got eight and some got... Almost 10. Yeah, I, I got seven over here. I mean, it, well, it was five and a half, and I thought, nah, that's probably blow up. Because I, I go out and measure it on top of the car, but it was windy. Right, thought, so some of that, yeah. Yeah, but then I measured the it. wind was blowing hard. Like, we couldn't we go play in storm. it. We got a windstorm, yeah. But I, I was totally good with what we got because, for one, we were all prepared. Yes. Uh, you know, we knew it was coming. We knew when it was coming. So we had plenty of food, everything we needed. School's canceled ahead of time. Good. So yes. we just hunkered down for a couple of days. We and froze our pants off outside. <laughs> that was hysterical. That's what happens when I'm home for a couple of days and I yeah, can't leave. I love it. You. Someone are- asked us the other day or this morning 
did you guys Photoshop just take your body Someone out of those pants? Someone thought I Photoshopped the pants, and I was like, why Tell would us how you did that. Like, and if you haven't seen our point? frozen pants picture, just go to our Facebook page and scroll down until you see some I pants. photos. It's there. It's, I didn't it's realize people didn't understand what I did, like that we literally froze pants. Yeah. So, yeah, I soaked all of our jeans in water. I soaked them in the tub, got them wet, and then I went and hung them up on hangers on the porch within an hour they were frozen. Well, well, it was like 15 solid. degrees. Yeah, it? It's like it was really super cold. cold. It was single digits when I did it. Oh, yeah. It's super cold. And I mean, they were frozen solid. Like, I had to monitor them because if they got too frozen too fast while they were hanging, they'd be stuck together. Oh, and so yeah. you kind of had to pull them apart when they were starting you know, to freeze. I, want, I, I thought about that. I wondered how long it was going to take to actually it did freeze not, it. And I see, I didn't. I thought it would take a long time. I did our four-year-old's jeans first. Okay. Because I'm like, yeah. okay, these are little tiny jeans. You know, <laughs> they won't take long. And I mean, yeah, I went and checked them after a few minutes and they were frozen. So I was like, I'm going to do all of our jeans. <laughs> I went and gathered jeans from everybody in the That's house. That's great. And stuck them outside and i was shocked like within an hour they were all frozen solid like you could knock on oh. them it sounded like hard plastic it it looked <coughs> hysterical once they were froze you could shape them like you literally oh, yeah, could yeah, just yeah. stand them up and shape them <laughs> it was the i was that was the most fun i've had in a long time i laughed so hard well, you made a video didn't you of uh, the whole thing or didn't you make a I, video we took pictures and videos and you know we both did our time lapse yeah, yeah. So I had my lapse. camera out there. My camera was outside on my porch. All night oh, long. Really? Yeah, I had a I have a a huge uh power supply thing out there and uh it kinda keeps it warm out there. So my camera didn't freeze or anything like that. But uh my camera was out there anyway, so uh I got some cool still pictures and some cool video of it. Because it's it's fun. It's it was funner to, and, and easier to me than building a snowman and less messy. Oh, of That's course. cold. Well, I mean, f- with my house, I it, it was impossible to go out, out my north side because it's dark. And I thought, okay, I could probably do it out my basement here, but I would have to darken every single light in the basement, and that wasn't going to work. So I went and got this the guest bedroom out the front, and it worked. And I know, Corey, you and I were talking about time intervals. Now, you, did you do yours at 30 seconds? Uh, No, I did mine at 15. Yeah, he tried a couple of different... See, I did 30 on mine, and we I were, ended up... We were doing math. We were sitting there doing, well, okay, if I take a picture every 15 seconds... Yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, many yeah. Hours. I was too. <laughs> I really was too excited. Okay, well, I got this. But I ended up, even 30 seconds, I ended up speeding it up 500%. Yeah. So technically, 500%, I could go like 90 seconds. Do you think? You could. I, I, I don't know. You I, know what? It I'm just depends talking. on... How fast it's coming down. True. What's your, you know, That's when true. do you start it? When do you end it? I mean, is it going to be a blizzard? There's so many variables. Variables, yeah. But at so. least with Adobe, we can speed it up. No, yeah. So fine. and it did work because I did a three hundred and I thought that's cool. But then when I did five hundred, was like, oh, that's really cool. And I didn't just... do a percentage. I just did it to a certain amount of time. Oh, okay. You can do that too. So. Hey, before we get much further into the show, okay. I, I you know you know where it is very easy to predict winter weather. Where's that? Alaska, Alaska. And you we know? have friends. Our Stuart lives in Alaska. That's we true. We have a new friend named Misty from Alaska, and Misty's going to join us a little later in the podcast. Yes, yes. she lives kind of uh, off the grid in what they call the bush. 
you know what the and bush Alaska. is. And we're going to talk all about She's going to tell us what the bush is. I know what the we bush is so, in Australia. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's basically, <laughs> it's I mean, there's the bush in Australia. There's yeah. Africa. But, but she's but off the grid, no electricity in her home. So she she's so going to tell us all about her life. And you're going to want to stick around for that. Definitely. She's going to a little bit later in the podcast. Yes, I'm glad you brought that up because delightful. Just delightful. Can't wait to talk to her. Uh, yeah. But, uh, you know, like I said, we got this this winter storm. Uh, canceled school. Now, did you guys have school on Friday? No. no they canceled the, all Wednesday, the Thursday, Friday. The rest of the week. There were they schools actually, to our east and Ava canceled today even still. Ava they, today? Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to remember, Branson has some areas of... Like, I was right. wondering even Monday, because there are still some parking lots that were iffy before today, before we got that 60 degree... You know, like yesterday, there was yeah. still some places, you know, there's still a lot of snow and there's a lot of back roads in Branson that really don't are. get plowed, that yeah, don't get Yeah, because you got cut. the trees and stuff. If the sun can't get to it, right. it can't and radiation then, I mean, it. Branson School stretches all the way to Merriam Woods and out in that area Rockaway. where Rockaway Beach, Rockaway, there's yeah. a lot of areas that don't get touched. So, I mean, I was even curious. I was like, you know, I bet there's still some people that can't get out yet. That See, I can't wondered. quite get... Well, our road conditions group just lit up, and I'm Court, so Corey, excited about Grant that. Grant went to a fire Saturday night or Sunday night. I forget. But it was on a, it was here, I mean, just right outside of Branson. Yeah. Uh, uh, just past the high road. Um, but they had a they had a hard time getting to it. It was on one of those dirt roads. Just, just that snow was still or ice? Just snow. snow. Well, I mean, kind of a little bit of both. That's true, yeah. It was out in the woods, down a dirt road. It was still very much covered. Hadn't been plowed at all, so they had a hard time getting the trucks down but there to get to the fire. But it's also so cold that their water that they were fighting the fire with was freezing. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. They, yeah. had, they said they had to That's right. They had to get from a pond. They had to use their tanker trucks. They had to go to get it from yeah. a pond? Get from a nearby yeah, pond. Yeah, it it's a rural area out there. So, Why isn't Grant on our podcast? Son? And that's and that's Branson schools. So wow, I mean, there's some wow. areas that kids probably still couldn't make it in. But Missouri, and I don't know if it's a Missouri thing. I know I think it is Missouri. We get six. We're allowed six AMI days. The alternative method of in, you know oh, where okay. they can the, do the uh, virtual. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So our kids, those three days, still had school, and those still counted technically oh, it's, it's as school days. Okay. They don't have to make those up. Okay. So we had uh, Zoom classes. Jilly had three throughout the day, every day, and Garen had three to four throughout the day, so they would have to get on their well, computers. And I know and that's not the preferred. Absolutely not. No. I mean, in-person is the best. And these teachers that are doing Zoom classes with kindergartners and first graders, oh, God love them. They're saints. saints. But by 2 o'clock, <laughs> their school was yeah. over. They could go yeah. play in the snow. We did. We went sledding. Had that's a great true. time. You guys did go sledding. Friday, their last class was at 1 o'clock. They did their Zoom at 1 o'clock, and then we were done for the day. So we hit snow. We hit snow. And we don't have to make school. up any of those days. Perfect. Come May, which See, is good. I got to tell you, Sherry told me that I was going sledding, and then and I thought about it. And I thought I want to go out. No, I didn't chicken out. I tested positive for being old and frail. Yeah, you were a party pooper. I was ready to get video. No, I'm old and frail. I was ready to get video of Stormdar going down the hill. Well, okay, it's like my mother. Her mind no, no, no. is still she's in her... older than you. She's eighty. We well, don't want her to. I, no, no. But she, but she, but in her mind, she's twenty. In my mind, I'm twenty. But my back says you ain't twenty anymore. <laughs> that happens to me and Corey frequently. We try to do things with our kids, and we forget that we're not 
the same age as our kids like, anymore. Whoa. Like, you know, we have two older boys in their 20s and we forget we're not in our 20s and can't do everything. But I, I hate that. Yeah. Corey didn't sled either. What? I, I took did. Pictures. He took pictures. Oh, that's Here's right. Here's the thing. Okay, okay. so. Okay, spill the beans. Branson Schools, We there's a newer, the Buchanan Elementary, that campus out there. Uh-huh. It's out close to the high road, uh, across from the high school. They have an awesome sledding area. It is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a big I know what you mean. Uh, valley. Sure. Yes. Like a big crater right there between the two schools. So all the way around it are sledding hills. I mean, there it was so fun because we pulled up and there was literally kids all the way around it from every angle sledding down that hill. No way. <clears throat> they were building. Uh, <laughs> I just lost my word. Like jumps, they were building. Oh yeah, uh, they were building little ramps. That's the word. Yeah, I'm like, like oh my what? gosh, I went like totally lost my word. And I couldn't help you. It's like, what? but it was like it was yeah. like the whole community. It wasn't like we're here sledding and you're here sledding. It was like we were all here you're sledding all together. I blame and myself. Like everybody last was, year. Let me say we didn't have anybody to sled with there last year. Same place. Yeah, you went. That's uh, that was we my question. We went to the same place. We went with some friends. Big video had. 15,000 views on Stormdar. And, and we the were the only people snow, there. There's a million people there. But That's it, why but we should post stuff. <laughs> but it wasn't too many to enjoy. Like, you could still go down as much okay. as you wanted. Well, I saw... All the it, kids worked it's together. It's a big place. Yeah, it's so. huge. People worked together to make sure they weren't running over their people over. It was a. It was fun. Everybody was sharing their sleds and their inner tubes. And, like, it just was fun. The only hard part for me, and even our four-year-old... We went down a couple of times, and the coming back up is hard. It That's was, what I watched. It's it like, was, I could never do that. I the, could go down, well, and it's like, year, I got to walk all the way back up. Last year, the snow wasn't as deep. Okay, so you could walk back up pretty yeah, easily. This well, year, it was a deep snow. You know, there was places where it was up to your knees. So trying to climb back up that hill... You know, and that's what it was, I would it was hard enough getting myself back up the hill carrying the inner tube. But when I was dragging a four year old who was little, it went up to his waist. Oh my God. You know, and him trying to walk up this hill. And he was so funny. He got to the top and he was like, I was like, You want to go again? He's like, I don't want to walk up that hill again. Oh, how cute. So he just started making snow angels and snowball fights there at the top of the hill. Now, Corey, didn't you hurt yourself? Not this year. Oh, you didn't? I he didn't sled. Oh, you just took... Oh, okay. You didn't take... He <laughs> fell down pick. today on a trail. He fell down today walking a trail. Oh, well, yeah, that didn't count. But Now, we got to say, the winter storm was last week. It's been in the 50s and 50s. Today was 63. Our high it was, was gorgeous outside today. And there's still snow on the ground. So that should tell people... I mean, yeah, a pretty, lot of it melted off. Snowpack. The places yeah. where it's packed, it's it's stayed. Oh yeah, and the shaded areas that aren't getting that sun still snow. So that There's... was a good winter storm. And I've said this for how many years have I said this on the podcast? I want one really good snow, and in about three or four days, then go away and come back. That's what I want. That's winter. I just want to be able to go We've sledding had three, once. Two winter weather advisories and a winter storm warning. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, but, I'm, I'm ready for storm but are, season. But are we done? Storm season. That's what I want. Storm season. Hey, we're, you know, it's... Oh, how many days? How many days? How many days? Well, 20... There's 20 more days left in February. So Until... I, in my book, we go... Storm season starts with meteorological spring, which is March 1st. Which is how many days? 21. It's three weeks, right? Yeah. I'm excited! Woohoo! Yeah. I'm so excited. 
Here's hoping we get there without any more winter weather. We'll talk a little more about what we could expect yeah. a little later in the model minute. Yeah, we're, we're, all, we're almost there. But oh. um, yeah, it looks like there's a pattern change coming in. So that kind of, actually, that kind of leads us into the next segment. So let's get to that. Model minute, model minute. What do they say? It's the model minute. It's time wow. for the model minute. You've got your own jingle. Well, I do all the jingles. I know, but I <laughs> I just hadn't heard that one yet. I know. That's why Corey's like, well, we can skip that. It's like, I don't want to skip that. Let's just skip that. Anyway, so let uh, Corey, uh, what, let, let's talk about the models. Let's talk about the models. Right now, we got the GFS that's saying there's something possibly, well, something will tease the area possibly Friday. <laughs> Ish. Ish, yeah, not ne- really. Are you not saying really. this week or next week? No, this something's going to oh, skirt hey. the area just a little shower, maybe. Okay, not not too not too much to worry about. But uh, I'm looking a little more down the road, which you know, every time I move my mouse over to the right, <laughs> that's our confidence meter goes way down. See, yeah, yeah. So yeah. left is closer to time. We're pretty, you know, that's that's all right. But yeah, further. Further I scroll to the right, I'm into uh, the 100 hours away, 150 hours away. Oh, Can now, you see so that? 198 hours away, I see something very interesting coming up. <coughs> Starts Ooh. as rain, maybe some rain showers. Yes. And kind of, kind of. Somewhat similar to what we had last time, a little rain and maybe a little bit of frozen precip on the uh, behind that. No, wait, 150 hours. So that's that is uh, February 16th. So, okay, we're all, okay. Next week. Oh, all right. And that blows through, and then something we get one of those round twos come in at 6 a.m. ish the very next morning, and uh, it's red and purple right above us. Ooh, I don't like that. Of course, you know I. I, this isn't a forecast. It's just a no, model. No, no, no. Right. This is longer range. Just kind of seeing what the trend this is. This is the only time we really discuss the models and what right. it says for us is the model minute. And we have uh, right now says we could have some pretty good sleet and heading into some more snow before it gets out of here Thursday night into Friday night, the February 17th and 18th. That's what I'm saying. Sleet. I'm good with sleet. Bring, bring on the sleet. You get traction. It's it's not going to take the power lines down. I mean, don't bring on the sleep. But no, bring- if I have my choice of things, yes, sleep's best. Well, as opposed to freezing rain, right? Or yeah. snow, even. Or well, snow's fine too. But snow is slippery when you're trying to. We'll drive have on to it. watch yeah. Wednesday before. Also, there are there is precip in the area. Uh, We'll have to watch, see what the temperatures are doing right now. It looks like the freezing line is near uh, Clinton, Columbia, up there. On Wednesday, which model? This is the GFS. GFS, okay. And uh, as we go into Thursday morning, it it it, it gets more interesting for sure. Well, I don't they've talk been too kind of like teased. The, the, now the GFS the past couple of days, it, it seems to to what I've seen, it seems to want to bring something in. Yeah. But then it's kind of shifted the day. I mean, yesterday it had it on the nineteenth. I went wait. But now it's back to the seventeenth. Okay, yeah. It had it on the seventeenth uh, at first, then it kind of shifted it around, and then okay. See, that's we got we got on the sixteenth. We have showers. Maybe, yeah, more possibly. green, more green than blue. More green, I like that. But then the very next morning, we got oh, a bunch of stuff coming in. That's new. I have not seen. Yeah, that. it is. 
So it's something to watch. There we go. Something to watch. When when you get out more than five days, yeah. it's not a forecast. It right. is something we're just kind of watch trend, but what you're just showing me now is like, ooh, that's kind of yeah. interesting. Very interesting. So doesn't seem like it's going to last long. It doesn't like, seem like. Now, no. the winter storm that we just had, that was uh, that lasted, what, two days, three days? It started Wednesday We evening. had, like, four rounds. Yeah, we had, like, totally four rounds. This is not that. Well, but, no, well. I mean, not that it couldn't turn into that. We're right. still. <laughs> right. You know, it's after Valentine's Day. We're, we're, we're still quite a ways. Yeah, we're quite a ways out. It's not putting much snowfall in our area. Okay, that's good. I'll tell you that. Spring up up north of Springfield, <laughs> along I along the northern I forty four, it's kind of looking like yeah, maybe not so much in our area though. So we'll, I'm good with that. We'll see how that changes in you the know, next ten and days. I, I bet you anything. The way this pattern has been going all winter, it's going to get cold, and then bam, we're going to get back up in fifties and sixties. Well, I, I mean, mean that's the way it's been going. Averages are already on the incline. Yay! It's almost wait, wait, we're yeah. th- Yay! We're three weeks from meteorological spring. It's oh. gonna warm up. Oh we yeah. We could still get snow in March. Or even that's April. Okay. But it's not gonna last long. That's a cool thing. But we're looking at, you know, it could mm. be an interesting severe weather season in April. You know, well, we'll the see. cool thing is, I mean, we're now what we're watching is something next week. So we're gonna have another podcast. Before then, so yeah, we'll next compare. podcast, we'll compare. We'll update. yeah, but we're gonna, but next podcast, we'll have a lot better idea of what's going to happen because we're getting close to that. Cool. Okay, it's you know what it's time for? What? It's time for our special guest segment. We're going to talk to Misty. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, uh, totally wonderful conversation. So let's. I found Misty on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay, so explain so that. Explain, I'm new to that. TikTok. But, yeah, I, I discovered her. She lives in the bush, Alaska, off-grid. Well, she's going to explain all that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I just I fell in love with her. She's so interesting. I could watch her videos all day. So, yeah, she agreed to be on our podcast, and I'm so excited to I interview know. her. We, yeah, because we talked about that, and I said, Shara, get her, get her, get her on the podcast. And so Shara talked to her on TikTok, and she said, sure. So here is that interview. Special guest. And today on Stormdar Weather Special Guest, we have a really special guest, uh, a friend that Shara, well, uh, an acquaintance Shara has been following on TikTok, uh, that she has quite a story. I'm totally fangirling <laughs> over here. Yes, yes. And, uh, I, and she, she's been talking about uh, this gal, Misty. We'll introduce her in a second. But uh, she's, she's had quite a story. And I'm like, we have to get her on the podcast. We have to get her on the podcast. And finally... Share it. You hooked up with her. Yes. And if you uh, listen to our podcast, you've heard me talk about her. Yes. And I, she. Because I just think her. I think she's the coolest. I, I know. I, and we've talked to her briefly right before we started recording here. But uh, she was in the mid south, uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, and made a dramatic moves, which I want to hear all about that and all about all the cool stuff that that she's doing. She's a big TikTok. What do you call it? Uh, Influencer. Influence. Star. She's TikTok star. She's TikTok famous. <laughs> famous. I know. And uh, her, her name is Misty. And what, what's her uh, handle on TikTok? Being Misty. Being Misty. Am I right, Misty? 
Yes, you are. Yes. All right. Okay. We just changed that. They recently, just changed so. it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to throw this over to Shara. So, Misty, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. We are yes. so excited. Okay, just to give people a little bit of an idea. Um, so, ten years ago, you moved to Alaska. Yes. Um, but you didn't just move to Alaska. You moved to the bush, Alaska. Like you are off the grid. Oh, well, we are now. We started out. Um, I was an RN, and we took a relocation contract from Kentucky to move to Alaska. Uh, we actually, we were kind of in the situation where we were in Kentucky. We were looking for a new spot, and being an RN, you know, like, Pick job, you job field is open. <laughs> yeah, right. So I put in applications literally all over the country. We, you know, we didn't have a specific spot, right? Um, and I did, like, travel contracts and, you know, looking into all of this stuff. And nobody answered, <laughs> which was really weird. But then again, this was 10 years yeah, ago, pre-COVID days. Before COVID. You know. <laughs> right. Um, so at that time, our second child was only a few weeks old. And a friend of Ryan's that he had grown up with lived in Alaska because he had come up here to work in the tourism. And, but then he stayed for like year-round living. And he came down for a visit, stopped in to see us, meet the new baby, and he was talking to us and he said, you know, at the end of the night, I kind of looked at Ryan. I was like, hey, do you want to check out Alaska? Because this is something that he had been interested in doing prior to us meeting. So he was like, are you serious? And I was like, sure. And I put in an application for hospitals in Alaska. And literally out of every place that I ever put an application in across the entire country, the one place that answered was the native hospital in Anchorage, Alaska. Oh, wow. So they, per- <laughs> or they hired me, gave me a two-year relocation contract, packed up Ryan and myself and our two girls and our dogs and our cats and our household and our car and brought us to Alaska. Wow. Um, and then I worked out that two-year contract. We became a small business full-time. And uh, seven years ago, we moved to the bush off-grid where we currently live in our home so we didn't go straight from kentucky to off-grid in the bush we had like you had some time uh, to kind of acclimate to alaska three year last <laughs> yeah now yes, alaska it, now that now okay now we have to i mean if if you're alive you kind of know there's a big difference between the weather in kentucky and north carolina and tennessee and Anchorage, and Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> so. Absolutely. No. Well, and when we moved here, we moved here during a record snowfall winter. Oh, no. We didn't move here like, <laughs> we didn't did. move here middle of summer. We got on a plane in Nashville. No, we got on a plane in Chicago. We left Nashville, Tennessee, where it was like 70 degrees, and drove to Chicago because it, we wanted a direct flight having babies and dogs and stuff. We wanted a direct flight to get here. So we drove up to Chicago, and we got on the plane. And when we got to Anchorage, there was like four feet of snow on the ground, and it was negative 10 outside. And wow. it was end of January. So I left 70 degrees and got to negative 10 and snow on the scale that I had never, ever seen before in my entire life. I bet. <laughs> it reminds me, we just watched the movie Cool Runnings the other day because we were mm-hmm. watching the Jamaican bobsled team. Um, oh, yeah. But where they first land in Canada, coming from Jamaica. Uh-huh. And yeah, they're not prepared for that at all. And they go running back inside and <laughs> put all the right. clothes on. I remember- and- 
Yeah, I remember when we, because we were living in Kentucky, but we have family, or I have family. All of my family is like Middle Tennessee area. So we, you know, did the goodbye tour. You know, we went and saw everybody and said goodbye, you know, and all that. And I remember being in Lebanon area. We had just gone to lunch with my dad and stepmom and the girls, our two little ones. And at the time, I had jeans on that were like ripped in the knee, you know, just standard everyday ripped knee jeans right i don't wear those ryan, much in alaska do you <laughs> right i remember i actually remember telling ryan i was like um we need to stop over here and buy some jeans because all of our stuff majority of our stuff minus like a few weeks worth of you know essentials everything was packed because the movers came to our house and they packed everything up on these big cargo crates and right. then it got shipped out to washington to get put on the ferry to come up to alaska so everything's packed. I've got ripped jeans. That's like what I've got because it, even in winter in Tennessee and Kentucky, it's, you know, warm. Um, so I remember telling her and I was like, you know, we should probably stop at a store and buy me some jeans before we get to Alaska. I need fully coverage. Go well. <laughs> Do not want holes in <laughs> right. my clothes. Okay. And, and okay now, obviously you have coats, right? When you were in Tennessee, you had a oh, coat. Yeah. Well, you know, what's funny is the coat that I wear right now, living in Alaska, I bought in Kentucky when I was pregnant with my second child. Oh, no so, way. <laughs> like, it's still, it's the coat that I bought in Kentucky. And everybody will ask me on TikTok every so often. Well, one, <laughs> they'll ask me, you know, oh, what's your favorite winter gear, you know, for the cold climates? What's your favorite winter gear? And I'm like, you guys are going to be real surprised to find out. I bought this in Kentucky. But then I always joke with Ryan, it's the magical coat because every so often I'll do a video like if he and I go out on a date or something, you know, when we get done with our date, it's not like I just, you know, okay, we drive home, get out of the truck, walk into the house. No, like I go from my shirt and jeans that I'm wearing to like fully up to get on a snow machine to ride two miles home, right? So I'll do a like getting ready in the truck video. Okay, now, now wait a I'll minute. I'll put all my gear on and I'll put my coat on. Okay, now wait, let, let, yeah. let, let's back up. So when you get oh. home, <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry, the dog. That's okay. That's okay. Okay, so, go ahead. So when you get home, you don't just drive up to <laughs> they your house. Cannot drive to their house. No. You get no, on you a snowmobile, right? Or in the yes. summer, of well, we call them snow machines here in Alaska. Snow yes. machines, and then yes, you have or to go two miles. Yes. Well, oh my lord! In, in the summertime, it can you can get up to a mile to our house. So between where I'm standing right now in my house and the road, there are two creeks and a railroad. Okay, you have to at the at the height of summer, if the logging road is not flooded and acting silly because of other things, because it's just a basic logging road that was cut in, and um, like the state didn't maintenance it or anything like that. It's on the people that live back here to take care of it and a lot of work when you live back here and you don't have machinery to do such a thing right i bet yeah. so <laughs> so in the summertime if you have a four-wheel drive vehicle because there's some extremely steep hills you can drive all the way into the railroad but you cannot go past the railroad because there is not a crossing a legal crossing for like trucks and cars and things like that to drive over the railroad oh. and then past the railroad you have two creeks you have to cross in order to get to our house <laughs> so here and this was my husband's question he was like okay so you all just leave your cars in in a, like a parking lot well technically i mean it's parked at the trailhead now we don't specifically right now because we share a vehicle with ryan's dad 
and and he's the babysitter. Um, Ryan's dad lives in Alaska. He moved to Alaska with us, but he doesn't live with us. He lives in his own apartment um, a few miles down the road. Okay, gotcha. so he's actually on grid on the road system, but he will come in and babysit the kids, and then we will go out and have the trucks to go do our running and stuff. And then when we get home, Ryan loads him up on the snow machine and drives him back out to the truck. And then his okay. dad takes the truck. So you home. don't just leave the truck there. But, like, I was like, man, well, how do they just leave their truck there at the trailhead? And well, not, other people do. Like, other and people no one do. bothers them? Like, no one breaks into them? No, no, not at all. We have, we have neighbors that live out here. We have three full-time neighbors that are, like, within half a mile to a mile from us, depending on which one. And we did have our own vehicle. It just went kaput and we were like well he you know we share with his dad anyways his dad retired not a big deal um you can and we do and so do the neighbors park at the trailhead and just leave it there nobody's gonna mess with it it's a very common thing in alaska especially at like um multi-use like multiple people are using the trailhead right multi-use areas where you know there's there's like i said there's three other people that live out here their vehicles are parked some of them have more than one um, our oldest neighbor or elderly neighbor, he parks his snow machine, like right there on the road where he parks his truck. It's either his truck or his snow machine parked there. Um, and he goes and does his thing and comes back and it's not really a big deal. We leave our snow machine. We personally leave our snow machine, like tucked off to the side of the trailhead. So it's not like right there along the road because you could easily, you know, snag a snow machine a little bit easier than you could take right. someone's, you know, vehicle. So yeah, um, they stay at the trailhead. <laughs> See that it it, it would just, it would make sense that um, everybody there's more respect up there because everybody's in the same in the boat. same situation. Yeah, so why right. would you you know want to go I don't and mess, mess with your with stuff? stuff? You don't mess with my stuff, right? Yeah, it's more of a camaraderie respect right. type of thing. Well, and we're we're in a small area now. There's definitely higher crime rates in like the big cities like Fairbanks and Anchorage and oh, stuff. Okay. And I, if I if we lived off grid in the bush, because there are some people that they're outlying of Anchorage itself and they do live off grid there, I certainly would be a bit more sketched out about the idea of like leaving our vehicle, right? But we're in a small area. We've got less than a thousand year round residents. So oh, wow. if something goes missing around here, someone probably saw it happen. Right. Like the local hardware store guy. Um, I want to say it was last winter, someone stole his truck because he had gone and it was closing time. He had closed or he had gone outside and started his truck, warm it up. Cause you know, it's been sitting at negative 15 all day. Wow. And, uh, <laughs> someone stole his truck. Oh. Well, we don't quite have troopers in the area because the closest trooper station is an hour and a half away, but they figured out who did what, you know what I mean? Because it's a small local community and we put it on or they put it on the Facebook group and someone saw someone ah. do this and that and everything else and tracked it all down. There are eyes you know? um, up there. Yeah. Right. Well, and where we park is a residential road and there's literally a house right there at the corner that like has eyes on our vehicles. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like just, you know, someone's tootling along and here's this random car that there's no eyes around to actually see what's going on. Um, there's, you know, common knowledge. People live here. This is their, where they park their cars. Here's this house literally across the street from the car. Um, you know, 
And like you said, there is some level of like, I don't know, honor code and respect up here about that kind of stuff. <laughs> People that steal things aren't viewed very kindly. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, well, yeah, that's that's what I was um, thinking because people people are looking out for each other. So if somebody's going to steal something, there's a right. bunch more people that's going to say, look, hey. we got you. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Hey, Missy, right. I have to ask you a question because you, you said a couple yeah. of things that, that I'm not familiar with or I, I would like for you to explain. Uh, you and Shara both had said you, okay. you had moved to the bush. What is the mm-hmm. bush? So <laughs> the bush is basically middle of the woods. Um, no man's I don't really land. I know how to describe it. But yeah, well, pretty much. Uh, and like, our house does not have a physical address. Like we're not one, two, three, West 7th Street kind of thing. Our house does have an address. It does have a physical address on record with the state of Alaska, but it's literally like a lot number, lot number, blah, 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 town, state. And you are does not that make hooked sense? to any kind of city utilities, correct? No. Well, see, and that's the thing is living off grid is not because people can live off grid and not be in the bush. Okay. So in the bush means you're not connected to the road. You can't drive to your house. Okay. Ah. I oh. guess if that makes any sense. Yeah, so which bush, means that you, you take two miles to get to your house. So you're right. way off um, connection. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is to be very honest, by local standards, we are not way off. Uh, yeah, there two are miles people probably that take that an hour and a half. There are people that take an hour and a half on their snow machine or their four-wheeler to reach no the road. Way. There are people. There are people that take an hour and a half on their snow machine but then they have to take extra time and they got to take another take boat their or boat something else on the river yeah. in order to get to where they park their car and these are people that we've met we know them um we are not that far out by alaska standards our church um, sent, you start well i mean t- before covid our church sent a uh, missions group to alaska every year and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like they had, you know, take a plane, then take a bus and then take a boat right. and then take another bus. Right. And I mean, they were right. way And there's whole out. villages like that in Alaska that they don't connect to the road system at all. So they're actually a bush village. So living in the bush in Alaska means the road is not connected to your home or to your location. Now, being okay. off grid can happen whether you're on the road or you're in the bush. Off grid only means you don't have public utilities. So you don't get your electricity and your water from the local public services. We know somebody, a, a lady that lives locally. She lives on the road. We literally can drive up to her house, but she lives in a yurt. Um, you know what the old reindeer nomadic herders used to have? The old nomadic reindeer herders over in, I want to say Scandinavia. So they were like the big wow. wall tents. Yeah. Um, she lives in that and does not, even though she is on the road, like she can get in her car. She has a lot more convenience than even we do. Okay. Um, but she is still off grid because her home is powered by solar and generators. She produces her own or she supplies her own electricity. She's not connected to public utilities. She has a sandpoint well like we do. She's not connected to the town water supply. So off-grid and being in the bush are two different things. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. And you can be off-grid while still connected to the road. Um, and then you can be even further deep out than we are. And, like, you can't even drive from the road to your house because you got to take a plane or you got to take a boat. So, so how do, in these extreme cold temperatures, how do you heat your house? How do you get water? Yeah. I mean, you're, you're off-grid, and then you're out there. Uh-huh. Like, how do you do all this stuff? I mean. 
we have a wood we have a wood cook stove and um if you look on my TikTok, you see quite a bit of most of my videos actually are shot in front of my wood cook stove um <laughs> just because that's like the best lighting in the house but um and the warmest spot <laughs> i bet we yeah have, we have a wood cook stove it like occupies most of my kitchen um but uh we use it year round 24 7 like even in the summertime we have it lit not to keep the house warm but that is my only way of cooking that's how i cook all of our meals um that is also how we get our hot water we get water the house is fully plumbed now that's another thing is living off grid there's various levels you know there are some people that are off grid and they live in a dry cabin meaning they don't have water running into their home they have to go to like a local spring or some people would go to like the local church, fill up big, huge jugs of water, carry it home. You would be hauling your own water. So you live in a dry cabin. You don't have plumbing in your home. We have plumbing in our home. Um, we are as of last August fully plumbed. We actually went two and a half years without having a flush toilet. And that's a whole other story. But um, <laughs> <laughs> we are fully plumbed. We have a sandpoint well, which my husband describes it better than I do. But basically, you took a pipe, pounded it down into the ground until you got to the water table. Okay? So it's not like we dug a well. You know, like um, rural people, people that live in the country and in rural settings, they have a well where they went and like they had to dig the well and they had to install it and do all of that stuff. Ours was literally like, there's a pipe, it's about an inch and a half wide, and it was pounded down into the ground until you got the water table. And then there is a half inch piece of PEX, which is like the long white flexible tubing, um, plumbing stuff that goes inside that pipe and go, and then is connected to an RV pump. The RV pump is powered by a 12-volt battery. The RV pump pulls the water up from the well. Um, and so we do. We have a flushing toilet now, thank God. Um, <laughs> we have a shower now, which is not something we had when we first moved in here. When we moved in here, we did have a flushing toilet, um, but we had a clawfoot bathtub because the original owners wanted to be all fancy. And <laughs> you've ever had to take a bath in a clawfoot bathtub wow. in a cabin in the winter in Alaska? Don't do it. <laughs> there is no way on God's green earth that you can manage to get the water full enough and hot enough that it is anywhere near comfortable. Oh, I bet because you get but the water. You, you get the water, but then you have to heat the water. Well, our water is heated through convection heat through our wood stove. And that's oh, okay. why even in summertime, we use the wood stove. Now, gotcha. we don't keep it turned up to stay warm, and I definitely don't stock it as often and let the fire kind of go out in between meals. But there is a pipe that runs from our hot water tank upstairs. So our hot water tank is not plugged into electricity, okay? The well pulls cold water up to the hot water tank. The, by, gravity, by gravity, the cold water falls down, okay? Then that falls down a pipe that runs through the firebox of our wood stove and by gravity and force and heat and convection, the hot water shoots back up another pipe and comes into the top of the hot water tank. So we have hot water if we have the wood stove at an appropriate level to recover the hot water. 
So in the wintertime, we have pretty much as much hot water as we want because the stove's turned wow. up to heat the house on top of cook the meals. In the summertime, we have to coordinate dishes and showers a little bit more <laughs> around meal cooking time because we don't have the stove just turned up to stay warm in the house. If all of that makes sense. I am feeling <laughs> super have... lazy right now because <laughs> I... <laughs> I am annoyed when... I mean, when all of us have to take a shower on Sunday morning for church and right. we just, you know, wait a few minutes, it'll warm back up and <laughs> let's pop something in the microwave for dinner tonight. I'm not in the mood to cook. Well, and well the see, I told Ryan after tonight, after the podcast, you know, I still need to do dinner, right? I still need to make dinner. And I told Ryan, I was like, we're going to have an easy dinner tonight. So I'm going to make some fried potatoes and sausage, but I'm still going to be on the That's still the a lot stove. of work. And my easy <laughs> still dinner is still going to take me. And... Right. My easy dinner is still going to take me 20 to 30 minutes to make, right? Wow. You know, when we have an easy it's dinner just... on podcast night, it's called we order pizza. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, see, and that's my easy dinner. That's my go-to easy oh. is, you know, oh, hey, can we order a pizza to be picked up and your dad bring it to the trailhead for us? Or could you go get me Subway? Because those are like my two options here locally. Everything else is like an hour away. Okay. Um, but even those easy dinners. That's not easy. You still got to go two miles up there to get it. Wow. <laughs> Ryan is still gone for like a round trip of 20 to 25 minutes-ish to get the snow machine started and going, go out to the trailhead, meet his dad, load everything up and come back in again. So now, now granted, it's all relative though, because I remember that from living on grid too, you know, like I remember the different lifestyles. So oh, yeah. it's but, okay. But, but granted, I mean, it, it takes you, what would you say? Like a couple of miles to get to your house. Is there mm -hmm. like a, a store or places you, I mean, once you get to the once you road, get to the trailhead, how close are you to a yeah. town? Yeah. Or supplies. Um, the, so town proper area. So, and like I said, I, I don't really, I say that we're two hours outside of Anchorage. I don't say anything past that just for, right. like I said, we're in a little area. Sure, so exactly. anybody could come into our little area and be but like, like okay, where do you buy do you your know groceries? These right, right. There is, there is a local grocery store. It's about, uh, I'd say seven minutes from the trailhead. Oh, okay. okay. So oh, okay. once we reach the trailhead, everything's pretty close. Um, actually, what's funny is I'll tell people that even though we live two miles in the bush, this is probably the closest I have physically lived to the grocery store in my entire adult life. Oh, no way. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. so back in Tennessee, you'd have to go like a long way to get there well, or whatever. Yeah. When, yeah. We lived in, when we lived in Kentucky, exactly. I want to say it was about... 20, 20 minutes or so, because we've always lived for the most part, even when we first got married, we lived in an apartment in um, Carborough, Chapel Hill, Durham area, like a few different places we sprinkled around in. Um, and even in those spots, it was still a good 15 minute trip to the grocery store. Well, then we bought a house in North Carolina and we went rural. And so the closest town was over 30 minutes away. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. When we, left that, when, we went, when we left that town and moved back to Kentucky, we were outside of Campbellsville, and it was still like a 25-minute drive into Campbellsville to go to the grocery store. When we came to Alaska, we lived residential, um, but not like in Anchorage proper. We lived in different areas, and we still like kind of lived in the outlying area of those spots. And so it was still at least a 15, 20-minute um, drive by a car in order to get to the grocery store. So technically by just distance, 
we're only like six miles away from the grocery store so <laughs> where how, we live now. How often do you go to the store? Uh, probably about once a week. Uh, Ryan will run out typically these days about twice a week because of our business. We can't hold all of our packages and just ship once a week. You know what I mean? Or the post office can't hold all of our mail and we only pick it up once a week because we have so much coming in and going out these days. So Ryan will go out. Um, hey, will you cut some for your brother, please? Ryan will go out probably about twice a week. Um, his dad will, his dad lives local, but lives closer to the grocery or to the post office. I'm sorry. So he will go pick up the mail for us. He'll meet Ryan at the trailhead. They'll go do their running around to get gas and groceries and whatever else. And he will leave, um, our packages that we need to ship out to our customers with his dad, who will then take it back to the post office for us. So speaking of business and customers, tell us about that. What is your business? Because that, <laughs> okay, so that is what maintains your family right now, right? That's what you guys do full-time? We have been a full-time small business for over eight years now. But um, it's been different iterations. Like, that's why I left the nursing field to begin with. Because Ryan got started with a handmade leather craft business okay if anybody went to search deepwood handcraft or woodlander north that was my husband um he did uh handmade outdoor leather gear dave canterbury from the pathfinder school which is in your area i think he's in ohio now um he was kind of one of the guys that like really launched brian with his leather stuff he kind of picked up some of ryan's stuff and carried him on or not carried him on but um kind of like gave him the break into the spot, you know, we did that for a few years. Um, and then in the middle of that, I started what was the pioneer princess, which I was making baskets using birch bark. And, um, I was, I dabbled a little bit in wood burning. I did all this crafty, fun home decor stuff using resources from our property because we needed firewood. I peeled the birch bark off all of our firewood and made it into things, right? Oh, that's um, cool. And then, and then in the middle of the Pioneer Princess, I we've always, or not always, but for the past like 12-ish years, for personal use, used a lot of natural remedies and herbal medicine and things like that. So I had started um, a few balms, a few uh, plant-based balms. So calendula that we grew in our garden, wild roses that we harvested from our property, fireweed that we harvested from our property, and spearmint from the garden. And they were two different balms. Um, and that kind of started taking off a whole lot. Once we got on TikTok, uh, I was kind of very burnt out doing the decor stuff. And so we started sharing the balms a little bit more. And it has grown and grown and grown and continues to grow and break new records every single month for us now. But basically the overall gist is I am no longer the pioneer princess. We got rid of that. Actually, I do believe when you and I first started talking about the idea of doing this podcast, that was still my name. Yeah, on you, that was your still your handle um, a couple weeks ago. <laughs> right. Right. I just changed over to being Misty like last week. Um, so our business is Puppalums and it is herbal balms and herbal remedies and skincare and natural products. Um, so we no longer are able to grow or harvest enough from our property um, because everything has grown 
proportionately each and every month. You know what I mean? Right. So, but everything started out based off of plants that we could harvest or grow in our, at our home. Okay. So most of our products actually have a basis or a root in plants that we could get our hands on here. Now that has grown and that has changed over the summer. So I actually source all of our, all of our plant materials from other small businesses that have good reputable sources to them and things like that. But we make balms and we make tinctures and hand creams um, or face creams, skin creams, but they are all plant-based. They're all, it's not just, you know, oh, this fun little lip balm that right. flavors funny. Like they all have their own individual uses. They're very natural. And I, you know, I right. bet living in Alaska, your skin is probably dry up there. Yes, it is very much so. I actually, when we first moved up here, I started noticing like right around the cuticles in my nail beds, like horrible, not just like, you know, a little hangnail or something, but like really painful, bad, deep cracks. And that's where the very first of our balms, Calendula Rose, was created because I needed something because my the tips of my fingers were just painful and the dryness of the environment up here and everything else. And I had these plants that I had done research on and learned about and everything over the summer. It was wintertime when all this started happening. But um, I, I had I all this stuff a, on hand anyways because... I know a lot of nurses that would love to have something to... I mean, because <laughs> when you're right. in the winter and you're using alcohol yep. so much, yep. I mean, you do. Your fingers split open. Well, yep. especially it's now with COVID. It's not dry skin. It's split. Everybody's it's using like al these alcohol hand things. Right. Everybody's skin is just dry. Well, and see, that's the thing that I feel like actually... I feel We feel very blessed in the situation that we are in because we... Um, had made the change and we're starting to really move towards getting rid of the decor and just working on the herbal remedies and the balms and things like that right around the time COVID hit. And I watched so many of my other small business decor friends through social media that I had made friends with over the years. They struggled and they struggled hard because everybody was, you know, there was this crisis and we're all watching our pennies and we're watching this right. and we're watching that. But here we are. And we actually have things that can Flourishing. help you right now. Right. Um, and so we had, you know, the remedies for dry skin. We had the remedies for eczema. And we had, you know, tinctures that could help you while you're not feeling well and things like that. Um, we have to be careful. And, you know, it doesn't heal anything. It doesn't right. treat anything. But it can help. Um, and so I feel like I maybe I made a TikTok. I remember um, the first one I made was of our fireweed mint balm, and I was using it on our sun because of mosquitoes. Because um, you know mosquitoes are the state bird up here. Definitely and have mosquitoes here in Missouri. In Alaska, mosquitoes <laughs> he, in Alaska. Oh yeah, in the summer. I bet. Oh goodness, yes, they'll carry a small child away if you don't watch it. Well, I think Stewart <laughs> said that. I um, mean, we have a friend who lives you know, near, near Fairbanks. Fairbanks. Yeah, and I, mm -hmm. I remember that now. He said there in the summer there could be some big old mosquitoes. Right. Well, yeah, wow. definitely. We actually we sleep with fans on. We summertime is the only time that we leave the generator on while we're sleeping, and we do that so that we can have fans on our face in order to keep the buzzing bugs away. Because oh I don't care gosh. where you live, I don't care where you live or how like fancy or tight your house is in Alaska, mosquitoes are going to be in your house, right? Mm. 
And so we sleep with our generator on because our first summer out here, we didn't. And we did not sleep. He's got eaten up. <laughs> because, oh, well, wow. they're buzzing. And, you know, you can hear the buzzing coming along. And then just as soon as the buzzing goes away, you start to fall asleep. And then you've got something biting your face. And you're like, you know. <laughs> so I would freak out. Week, I am bugophobic. Right. <laughs> Rando doesn't do bugs. Well, no, I don't do bugs. <laughs> well, on this one particular night, my... My son had woken up in the middle of the night and decided to turn his fan off for I don't know what reason. But like when he woke up, of course, they'd had a fe- they'd had a feast on him. Yeah, mosquitoes you know? love me. And so I used our fireweed mint balm in order to help decrease the inflammation and take the itching away. And at the time I was like, well, I'll take some pictures, you know, because I'm, I'm over here on Instagram and Instagram's very, you know, picture friendly. So let's take yeah. some pictures, have a testimony, share how this product actually helps right and when i did that it like was the first thing that lit the fire underneath everything and it's not really stopped and then covid came along and we have a tincture that helps with respiratory support and we shared that and so it just kind of kept growing and growing to the point that now we actually have two people outside of our home that we have sourced portions of our production to in order to provide income for them as well. And it's a huge blessing all around. We were able to pay off our house. Um, we are now oh, looking at buying a new house because we need a better setup for our family and for our um, <laughs> business. And so it just keeps going. But the basis of the business is just natural remedies. It sounds like you're really busy up there and just everything. Well, yeah, she has oh, to yes. do everything by hand, so she's definitely not yeah. sitting around doing nothing. Well, I, now, I, I do have a question before we wrap up here. I, w- I want to ask yeah. you, uh, are you, do you enjoy it? Are you having a fun? Or do you love it up there in Alaska? I could say that it definitely has its moments where we're like over it. Um, if you look at today's TikTok, the current running joke right now is um, that Ryan is completely over winter because we have now warmed up, and so now we get all of our snow, okay? We're not getting negative 20 degrees anymore. We're not getting negative 30 outside, and so there's moisture back in the air, and so now we're getting snow. Like, it's snowed every single day for the past week, and it's supposed to for the next week, okay? And poor Ryan, that complicates his day because he has to go out and handle the generator in the snow. And he has to go out and get firewood in the snow. And he has to go out and drive the trail in the fresh snow. Because fresh snow on snow machines sucks a whole lot more than it's been sitting overnight kind of thing, you know. And so he's very over it. But we always reach that point every winter. Um, The honest long-term plan is that we are hoping that within the next five years, we're going to be retiring and moving to like Bali. Like, serious, <laughs> these are conversations we've had. Um, we've we've had that one. We've like, let's go to Green Cayman. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time, we do not dislike it enough to decide we want to leave Alaska for the lower 48. Like, our plan yeah. is here in Alaska or international tropical area. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Now, um, now I do like it here. It has its good points and it has its bad points. Yeah, I mean, I... I I, I, I was born and raised in Springfield, Missouri. So, I mm-hmm. mean, Branson is, what, like 45 minutes basically south of mm-hmm. there. Um, the thing I like about Branson, you've got all the seasons. I mean, yeah. we, we just had a winter storm here that dropped, what, eight inches of snow? I think eight inches. We got nine or ten, which sadly yeah, is a yeah. lot for us. <laughs> all right. But that was <laughs> which last Which sadly week. shuts our town down. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. But today. Right. And I remember that living down there. Oh, yeah. But today, what was our high, Corey? 63? 60-something. 
63. 63. So, so it's like, ground, wow, but... you know? Uh, so we've got all uh, well, types of weather. And then we've got, you know, we've got our summers that are crazy busy with all the tourists. And then we've got oh, our downtime. Yeah. We've got three or four months where town's kind of slow and we get to chill. Yeah, this right. is kind of our off season well, right now. Kinda, well, that's how we are. We live outside of a major tourist area. So... We tend to avoid the actual town whenever summer is in because there's like three, four thousand people coming through on the train every day. Ah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so we kind of skip that spot in the summertime. But to be very honest with you, you'd be surprised. Alaska actually does have seasons. Um, well, <laughs> we've got winter. We've got winter where you can either go outside and, you know, risk your life because it's negative. I think the coldest we've seen is negative 35. Um we're in the 20s today, which to us is spring. Right. But spring, right. Like, hey, <laughs> yeah. spring comes with breakup season. And at breakup season, it literally like you contemplate breaking up with the state because everything is breaking up. It's a nasty, <laughs> muddy, pitted mess. Okay. Oh, so basically, yeah. it's like you go from winter to mud season. But then you've got bug season. And that's summer. And basically, anything over 75 degrees, you contemplate whether or not you made your right life decisions because... 75 80 we get up to 90 degrees here nobody here gets air conditioning we certainly don't get it because oh we that's live right right um and our sun is high in the sky because of where we live on the planet and is there for 22 hours a day oh yeah that's right because so, Stuart tells us like it they you have like a lot of dark hours up there but he's he's up right. towards Fairbanks. you're you're closer probably to a, a anchorage than fairbanks then. yes so in the height of our winter we get five hours of daylight so it's still not bad and wow. then in the summertime we get 22 hours of daylight um but then after summer well okay so you either have nice nice breezy days of summer right but that's when all the bugs are out or if it gets <laughs> if the bugs go away it's because it's too hot for life outside oh my gosh too hot for life oh <laughs> that's wow funny. Right. it's too hot in alaska um and then you get the rain again because the fall comes and the rain turns to ice and the ice turns to snow. We just start it all over again. Well, that that is Alaska. I got I got to say right. that is Alaska up there. <laughs> hey, well, Misty, you know this has I, been awesome. Yes, you are simply it. delightful, and we would oh, love well, to have you. you back on the podcast sometime. Absolutely. Um, but uh, for, before we go, I want you to make sure and plug your TikTok and your business and stuff, so we get that everybody knows that. So go ahead and tell us uh, that okay. address again. Okay, so on TikTok, it is Being Misty. And then the website for the business is Puppalums, P-U-P-I-L-L-A-M-S dot Etsy dot com. And if you find me on TikTok, you'll find our website because it's like listed in my links. And we also have a Facebook group called CR Publums, which is where I do the most updated information about our business and stuff. That's great. You know, and, and definitely let Sharon know because unfortunately I still don't have TikTok. Yes, but I, but we'll put that in the comments. I and can stuff. text those to Sharon yes. too. Awesome. Yes, so we Let's can put them that. on there. We'll type them Be- out for Before everybody. we let her go. Oh, wait, Corey. Can Corey. I talk for a second? Wait, hi well, guys. You could have talked oh, to This is Corey. I am Sharon's husband. I've been I've been on my iPad looking at your weather. It's kind of, you know, I forgot you were there. I am here. Uh, small world because I have two cousins, very close cousins, that actually are nurses at the uh, Alaska Native Medical Center in Anchorage. And they've been oh, there since the cool. 1990s. Because Corey's family are all Native American. Yes, they oh, are. Oh, really? Yes, they are. I'm, we're from well, Oklahoma. Well, I was there from, let's see, let's do some quick math. I was there from January of 2012 until June of 2013. Oh, yeah. I do believe. They've been there like cool. our whole marriage, haven't they? 
My uh, okay. my my dad's cousin. Her name is Sheila. She is uh, mm-hmm. she's got big blonde hair. She she's she stands out in a crowd. Of, she's had the same hair <laughs> since I was three years old. And her daughter Melanie <laughs> also worked there. So uh, small world. Hey, uh-huh. I, before we Very let cool. you go, yeah. I just want to know. Typical day for you. Wake up in the morning. What is it that you do that's different than what we do when you first well, get out of bed? Well, start with I don't wake up in the morning. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there's one. Okay, there's one. <laughs> uh, we are we're a family of night owls here, and now that's I blame that wholly on my husband. But he was a stay-at-home father while I was working, and we, we decided when I quit working, um, we had already decided prior to me quitting working that we were going to homeschool our children. So. He's a night owl. He's a stay-at-home father. I didn't want to go without seeing my kids, so we kept them up later when they were babies. Um, So they're all night owls. So when we quit, I become a night owl. Um, So let's see. Wake up at around noon. (laughs) Um, Yes, yes, that's me. (laughs) That's the show business world. When you do late-night shows, you sleep till noon. (laughs) This time of year, um, like I said, our bed is in the living room because it's colder in our bedroom. And so we like to be warm while we sleep this time of year. We have to drop the water before we go to sleep. So I know that probably doesn't translate. I promise I've got a TikTok on it. If you want to go digging for it. Um, but basically because of the way that I explained about the convection heat that we've got for the wood stove and the hot water, we have to spend about 20 minutes before bed running all the hot water out of our tank, okay? Um, And then we disconnect the well side of the pump and drop the water back down into the well because if we leave water in the line coming from the well to the pump, it will freeze. Now, it's not going to freeze and burst a pipe like you guys expect, okay? But it's going to cause a complication. We're going to have to pull that PEX out. We're going to have to thaw it. We're going to have to put it all back together again. So we drop the water. Now, we wake up at noon. We go over and we connect the battery. We go over to the kitchen sink, and either my husband or myself puts our mouth on the faucet, and we suck the water up from the well. Oh, my gosh. That's to start with. That's step number one. That's one. Step, that's number, one. Two, <laughs> step number two, if, uh, if it's me doing the water, step number one for my husband, Ryan, is that he is putting wood in the wood stove. Okay? He's putting wood in the stove. He's turning it up, and he's getting the house nice and warm, and he is... Um, getting everything stocked and ready to go for the day so that I can make breakfast and things like that. And then step number two for him or step number three is we have to go outside and we have to turn the generator on because otherwise we don't have electricity in our house until the generator is on. So that's like the beginning of the day. (laughs) A little bit different than my crawling out of bed and shoving kids out the door to get on the bus. (laughs) Yeah, that's about the first 15, 20 minutes of the day. Um, And sometimes... Depending on if the house, if it's not been super cold overnight, then, you know, we don't necessarily worry about, you know, getting a roaring fire going because anything over, anything above zero, the house stays good and warm. Um, Now, if it gets below zero, we actually will set an alarm to wake up four hours into the night to put more wood in the stove because we leave the stove slightly turned up. Um, which is another reason we sleep in the living room is so that we don't have to <laughs> leave the stove turned up as often because it's warmer and the kids sleep upstairs. And so heat rises, they're all warm regardless. Like it'll be negative 15 outside. They'll go to bed and say, can we open our windows? <laughs> and they'll open their window and put the fan on. Um, so uh, what the so day starts cool. like depends on what the night looked like when we went to bed. Now in the summertime, we still have to get up and turn the generator on. We don't have to do the water. But Ryan still has to do the stove because the stove is the only way I cook. So always 
we have to turn the generator on and we always have to do the stove in the morning <laughs> and then we can start our day <laughs> see i already like misty because she used the bit one of the big words Corey and i like convection uh, <laughs> it gets different Corey and i are storm people we love the spring here and we like severe storm season and tornado season and convection is what you need so when you went when you said the word right. convection we're like oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yes well see and it i mean that's the that's the same idea as to how our hot water becomes hot water it's the hot and cold pressure system, right you the know whole so, pressure system and um, gravity and right <laughs> but all of it happens without electricity. I literally could cook. I could wash my dishes. I could um, do all. Well, I can't wash my dishes without the battery. So, I mean, there is electricity. But um, if not the generator the is not on. Right. If the generator is not on, I still have quite a few hours of a charged battery for my water pump. Okay. So I can still cook all of my meals. I can heat my water for taking a shower. I can wash my dishes. Um, I don't need I can heat my house. I don't need electricity for those things. The generator right. provides so much more than that for us, but um, I can get my day started without it. That's amazing. Does that answer your question, Corey? <laughs> yeah. Does Do that, we have any I more mean, questions? What about we your refrigerator? How do you keep your food cold? You have a refrigerator. Well, does it run on the generator or on the battery? Just throw it outside. As of, as of now, yes. <laughs> At, well, <laughs> yes to both. Just leave everything outside. Yeah, just leave just it outside. Set the yes to outside both. on the porch. Um, so as of a year ago, we do have a full-size refrigerator. It does run when the generator is on. The generator is only off when we sleep, so we're not opening the fridge. Everything stays cold and frozen overnight, okay? Gotcha. But remember, that was only a year ago. We've lived here for seven years. Um, oh. So for the, for the first five years, the very first thing that Ryan did when the ground thawed, because we moved out here in February, we, we used snow machines to move into our house. We picked really bad times of the year to move. We moved to Alaska in January. We moved out to the bush in February, okay? <laughs> like, we're not good at timing. Um, so the first thing we did when the, th the ground thawed, when we first moved out here, is right next to the corner of our porch where our steps go down off our porch, my husband dug a hole. And we put a 55-gallon galvanized steel trash can in the ground. In the with ground? It sticking out, you know, in, with it sticking out a few inches. And then that was our refrigerator for five years. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm already tired <laughs> even just listening the to the first 20 minutes of the day. Like, <laughs> is it bedtime again yet? Because in the... <laughs> because in the summertime, it still stayed cold after so deep in the ground. Right. So we could keep our food and stuff out there. And then in the fall or in the spring and in, in between seasons, we can store cold food on the porch if we want to. Now everybody's going to ask about bears. We have had one experience of a bear on our property, and she didn't even actually come to our property. She... She saw that we had a 100-pound chocolate lab barking at her, followed by another <laughs> dog behind him, followed by my husband, who had, you know, bigger things, um, and heard the generator and saw the house and decided, hey, kids, because she had cubs with her. She had twin cubs. Hey, oh. kids, let's go this way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I hadn't um, even thought of but, bears. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, son, run out to the fridge in the ground to get you some chocolate milk, but watch out for bears. <laughs> I've never had a problem with them. They've never come like we can set food out, um, you know, just on a table right out there. Or we have our freezers. Our freezers live on our porch. Okay. So they oh. do run in the summertime. We plug them in. They run off the generator. But for at least like six months out of the year, it's below freezing outside. So we just right. put stuff just in the freezer it and it's on the porch and it's not a big deal. But um, 
Yeah. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah, we have wow. a refrigerator, but, yeah, we also have done the outside thing. <laughs> we've awesome. done a little bit of it all like the longer we've lived here the more modern we have got living out here and well i would imagine out as yeah after right. seven or eight years i my, mean it's like oh okay, we need this this is gonna be better yeah okay. well my husband um it's funny because he started out his name on tiktok was modern bushman and people were like <laughs> laughing at him he's like dude i've never told you i wasn't anything but modern living out here in the bush um <laughs> But when we first moved out here, we chose not to go that route, even though neighbors were out here and we knew that it could be done because we wanted to make sure that we knew how to handle situations mm -hmm. if we couldn't do the modern thing. Right. Yeah. Um, and it happens like right after Christmas, it was the bottom dropped out of the weather and it was negative 25 degrees and none of our generators wanted to work. And oh. we'd be five, six hours into our day before Ryan got them drained and oil changed and up and running. And so we have the ability to know how to still have to be able to survive without it. pain, you know? Um, and I think we did that kind of intentionally in the beginning. And then as things, we got a little bit older and a little bit wiser and we're like, we don't have to. <laughs> so we don't <laughs> oh my gosh no we definitely have to have misty back oh yeah because i have so I'm, I'm totally many in. more questions you are so, so delightful and we stuff. can do a whole show with just misty. and and before we wreck but does that answer your question Corey? it you, does yeah it, yeah i mean but before we go and we'll we'll cover this in the next time we have a, a, a podcast interview but uh your husband ryan and i have something in common which is do we, you we are musicians yeah Yes. Yes. So we'll we'll cover that. We'll talk about that. We'll get Ryan on the podcast uh, next time. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, see, that's the funny thing. Next time you come to Ryan, the states, yeah. come to Branson. Yeah. We'll, <laughs> well, Ryan, that's the thing is Ryan was like hyping me up and talking to me and stuff because he, I have a larger TikTok following than he does, but he has his own in his own right. Like he's got over three hundred thousand followers on his page. And how many and do you he have? He has been. I have. I just cleared five hundred. So wow. 500,000. Wow. <laughs> right. Half a million. 507,000. Um, yeah, that's the crazy thing. I'm like, how is this my reality in my life that one, Ryan and I have a business that like more than provides anything that my, my RN job ever did. Our home is paid off and we have half a million with combined. We have like three quarters of a million people that are interested in our life on social media. Like, oh, yeah. What reality is this? It's crazy. <laughs> but um, he has actually been on quite a few podcasts. Like, he oh, has okay. a podcast almost every single week that he's involved in. So um, he would totally be game for Yeah, we need to do one with, with both of you sometime. Yeah, like from the guy's perspective as well. Because my, my reality out here living is way different than his reality out here living. So. <laughs> well, we like <laughs> it because. Role. Yeah, we like it because you're actually in Alaska. I mean, my, my goal <laughs> uh, this year in 2022 is just to have different perspectives and different people on. And you're, you're the first one, I think, right. of 2022. Oh, cool. So you're, you're kind of our, our, our star kickoff of this or whatever. But, oh, that's you know, to, fun. Have, to have people and, and find out about your life and stuff. But. Um, anyway, we are going to uh, put your information that you gave us uh, for your TikTok and your business in the, the our uh, description of the podcast and, okay. and stuff. But anyway, thank you, Misty, for, for coming on. Thank you guys for having me. It was so fun. Yes. And we look forward to the next time. So you take Absolutely. care. All right. Okay. Thanks. Thank you, guys. Okay. Bye. Bye. Storm Door Special Guest. 
Wasn't she delightful? Oh my gosh, I love her. <laughs> she just, I mean, I, 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 I told Shara this, bef- you know, before. It's like I'm so afraid that we're going to get a guest on here that's not going to talk, and you're going to have to like pull things like out of pull. Yeah. Oh no. Oh my gosh. She's awesome. I love it. I mean, we had questions and stuff, and she just, she actually told me stuff I had no idea. Oh yeah, I learned so much from her <laughs> every single day. Like I like said, look her up on TikTok. I watch her videos. Yes. She's amazing, and. Like she's already agreed, we're gonna have her and her husband both back sometime. Awesome! Yes, I, I, I have talk so to many more questions. Yeah. Oh, oh, we're definitely gonna have her back. I think I think she had a good a good a good stint here. So, okay. So let's get to the next segment, which is in other news. So, Corey, do you have anything? Well, I see what you have here talking about Alaska. So, you know. Being in the same uh, on uh, you the know, same that's true. Note. Well, I'll, I will do that. Okay, I'm not going to read all of these, but the Fairbanks, Alaska National Weather Service uh, put out a graphic of minimum wind chills. In other words, low wind <laughs> chills. Now, okay, you know here in Branson, if we get a wind chill of minus ten. Everybody starts going, oh, you know, you got to protect yourself. And, you know, you got to. Minus 10, zero. Right. Below 32, we freak out. But they issue a wind chill advisory, and then at minus 15 is a wind chill warning, and everybody stays in. Um, Fairbanks is just laughing at us. So I'm going to go this way. Now, this is all in Alaska. Point Hope, Alaska. Now, this is yesterday morning before 7.30 a.m. Minus 57. Mm-hmm. Barter Island, minus 68. Alpine, minus 70. Uh, Nuiqsut, N-U-I-Q-S-U-T, minus 78. Dead Horse, <laughs> minus 83. And the winner is Howard Pass, Alaska, minus 91 degrees Fahrenheit. Wind chill. Now, I have to add to this. Okay. I don't know if this is true. I need to talk to Stuart because he's up in Fairbanks. Okay. Um, there's another girl I follow on TikTok that Ooh. was born and raised in Fairbanks. Oh. She now lives in Georgia. Oh, the other way okay. around. She oh, was like, yeah. she was like, I'm so tired of people making fun of me because they see me in a coat when it gets down to 20 and 30. And I'm not, I mean, I'm talking mm-hmm. positive 2030 in Georgia. And she's like, people see me in a coat and, you know, she's like, I'm, I'm cold. And like, you're from Alaska. You wimp. <laughs> like you can't handle these temperatures. What well, you're cold. She says, like I said, I got to confirm this with, with, she says their negative temperatures. It is such a dry air ah. in Alaska. It is so dry. She said she would rather have their negative 40 any day over Georgia's 20. Positive 20. Because of the moisture <laughs> in the air, she said their wind does not cut through you like the 20 and 30 oh, in Georgia. Oh, no, that makes sense. She said it with the moisture in it, it feels like icicles hitting your face. You but know, she said it's dry in Alaska and it's not that bad. Well, and that, that's what Misty was saying because that's what her business. She's got all those right. bombs and chink- tinctures and stuff that she... Yeah, and and I've even said that too. Right before the winter storm, where the moisture was coming in, it I I call it feel it feels sharp. Yes, it the will wind blows literally like cut sharp. through you. Yeah, so that would totally make sense. 
that if there's so, moisture in the air, that yeah, she like would said, be cold. She explained it. She's like, yeah, I'm going to wear a coat. She said, if it was like negative 20 or 30 in Alaska, you know, she's like, I'm going to have on a, a, like she described her 20 and 30. She'd have like a hoodie. She's like, oh, if okay. it was 20 or 30 in Alaska, she's like, I'm going to be wearing a hoodie outside. Yeah. She goes down here, 20 or 30, I am bundled up and have every bit of my wow. skin covered because it hurts. She said, this wow. cold hurts. She's like, don't tell me, you know, that I'm a wimp. It's a different kind of cold. It's all that. Well, you know, that's what Especially they say. Especially down Georgia, right next to the ocean. But it's that's, gonna what, be, that's what they say about Las Vegas, too. It's like, you know, it's 140, but it's a dry heat. Or the whole, you know, you know if Florida, wait, wait. the heat won't kill you, it's the humidity. Right. It's not the heat, it's the humidity. Well, yeah, but think about but Mississippi. The humidity is like, you know, 3,000% down there. I mean, even when it's 70 degrees, people are going, I can't breathe. I can't I breathe. I mean, we went to Disney World in June one year. And June here in the in Missouri is usually kind of mild. Yeah. And we were dying. Like, <laughs> 8 o'clock in the morning, you walk outside your hotel room and you are already like, drenched uh. with the humidity. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I, I get it. It's yeah, different. Yeah. There's different temperatures. Oh, that, no, that it is so true. It's what you're accustomed to. So, you know, we hear negative sense. 60, 70, and we're like, what? <laughs> but according to them, their negative 60, 70 is like, the same yeah, as us a little cold. being like zero or 10. Yeah, it's a little cold. <laughs> anyway, that's what my in other news. So. Well, speaking of heat. Oh, heat. We who like was heat. Speaking of heat. We like heat. <laughs> well, we like heat, yes. We're extreme temperatures. Ooh. You know, I feel bad. I feel sorry for those Southern Californians right now, where a heat advisory has been issued. They're under a heat advisory right now. Are you serious? For temperatures in the 90s in Los Angeles, California. Well, that's like when they up there out, in the Pacific Northwest, they didn't have air conditioners. They're putting out uh, bulletins saying, "Hey, do you may, have, uh, you got to drink have, plenty of fluid, stay in an air conditioned room, stay out of the sun, check up on relatives and neighbors." In California, record-setting heat in California. Now, wait a minute. What would cause <gasps> record-setting heat? Oh, my Lord. Orange County. I just said, I just called that Orange County highs of 86 to 91? Yeah, crazy. What? Crazy. This is the Los Angeles. The one I'm looking at is Los Angeles County Coast, including downtown Los Angeles, San Fern- Fernando <laughs> Valley, and San Close. Gabriel yeah. Valley. So. Yeah, and it's been like this for two or three days. So I had no idea, no idea at all, because you know I was going to San Diego. Well, I mean I'm not going there anymore because we build a studio here in Branson. Yay! Yay. So, but yeah, I would go down there, and even in January, I, my last time there was the middle of January. It was kind of cold. I mean, it's fifties right. and maybe sixties. I can't believe they are in a heat wave right now. Never know with this weather. Wow. I mean, I, I'm kind of in shock, actually. And if you look at the, uh, which, oh my gosh, if you look at the national map, it's just around Orange County. Isn't that weird? The, the, north, the north part of California. That's really wild, Corey. I'm glad you brought that up. I had absolutely no idea. And... Uh, you know, talking about wild weather or wild uh, temperatures, it's, you know, yeah. you never know what's going to happen these days with the weather. Yeah. And that is why uh, Florida International uh, University, that's in Florida. Okay. Well, they sense. they have a, uh, a, a big, looks like a big airport hangar. And a lot of companies do their testing there because they have what they call 
the wind wall. And they can simulate a Category 5 hurricane in this room. Mm. Is your roof going to fall off? Is your house going to stand? That's their testing facility? People test. Yeah, it's a testing facility. Gotcha. Part of Florida International University. Interesting. Well, the government's coming in, and they're going to put some money into this because they see the climate is a changing and they are going to upgrade it from 150 miles per hour, 155 miles per hour, up to 200 miles per hour. No, no. Because they're concerned about what may be coming in the future with climate change. And they said if a, if a hurricane or more than one hurricane would consistently go over... 175 to 180 miles an hour or above, they would likely start calling them Category 6s. Okay. Now, I have to explain to people because we're talking weather here. 155 mile per hour in a hurricane is considered a Category 5 hurricane. A Category 5 hurricane is the top of the scale. Right. So what you are saying is they are considering... Correct. Possibly going to a category six, Correct. which is even worse. I mean, because basically, right now, the categories are in 20 mile per hour increments. Yeah. Give yeah. or take. Right. So, uh, you know, you, you wouldn't think you would need anything more than 156 because, because usually 156 is going to be gone. Yeah. You're just going to, everything's going to be blown away. Right. But if they can test. You know, who knows what they can do with, with, with building and, oh, gosh. and science and, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, aerodynamics. So at least they're going to try to test some things out. But they do feel the need. They do need to upgrade the uh, the weather or the, the wind wall is what they're calling it. So, see, I got to tell you something. Uh, Corey and I don't talk about our in other news before he gets here. So a lot of the times when. Corey brings up in other news. I have no idea what he's taking. Oh, yeah. Talking. We never know what he's going to bring up. No, and I love this. I absolutely. Neither do I. It's a surprise every time. Well, he has a whole A block to like say, what am I going to find? Because I usually have one. I usually have one and maybe two. But no, I'm so fascinated. So when I'm, I'm surprised, I'm not faking it. I really don't know. What We're to, truly surprised every I'm time he brings surprised. something up. A, a hundred and seventy. Did you say 175? Well, that's I mean, roughly twenty miles talking. an hour, but yeah, yeah, that's not set in stone or, or the, the for a cat the, six. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. <gasps> wow. But that's what it would be. I mean, they're they're preparing for a two hundred mile an hour sustained winds. That's what they're. It's not out for. of the question. I that is Absolutely to me, not. it's not out of the question. Absolutely at all. not. No. Wow. If you have those bomb cyclones, what you're doing every time intensifying. Yeah. It seems to me they're they're becoming more and more common, so you just never know what's going to happen. It seems there. like, I I mean, from what I've been watching, it seems like they will bomb, but they'll only go up to a certain MPH. They'll go to a certain mm-hmm. part, and then they won't really go further. I mean, we've had hurricanes over two hundred before, haven't we? I mean, I I don't know. Uh, I uh, How, usually when it. It's hard to measure that because it it, it tears up the instruments well, and the radars. Yeah, and everything so, else. yeah. Okay, okay. Well, keep talking. Speaking of climate change, again, did you know 
flowers in the UK are blooming a whole month earlier consistently than they were in the 80s. It's kind of scary, actually. I, You know what? I can totally side with that. Like, what would bring that on? Well, Our planet it, is warming. It's it's warming up earlier over there. We haven't probably had over snow. Here. Probably. And this is a UK study. I don't know that the same study has been done over here, but I bet it's the same. You know, we get... Well, sure. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're going to start hearing a lot more about this this uh, warming thing. I've got sure. something next week called a P&A we're going to talk about, but mm-hmm. I've I got to wait till they really figure that out. All right, that's all I got. Uh, okay, I've got to, I've got to uh, interject here. Uh, the most powerful hurricane ever recorded was uh, Typhoon Haiyan, H-A-I-Y-A-N. It says the most powerful weather storm ever recorded in history, Super Typhoon, uh, <laughs> called Hurricanes in the U.S., duh. Haiyan hit the Philippines with winds over 220 miles per hour. So there have been... Uh, tropical storm. And we, what year was that? Uh, I'm trying to figure out. Uh, I think it was 2013. Oh. I, I, eh. Well, see, that's 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 recent for weather. I mean, and, and, and glo- cl- talking globally, that's recent. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of a loose. It's a loose article, so I'm maybe yeah. that's what kind of decided that they decided. Well, I don't know. Maybe our 156 mile an hour wind wall is not enough. I know, but you know what? You know what they're going to have to do, also, and I think you will agree with me. If we go to a Cat Six hurricane, we're going to have to go to EF Six because if we get hurricane uh, tornadoes over 300 miles an hour, and that's they been only discussed go before. Yeah, I know, uh, but nothing's ever come of it. But right. If we're going to get, and we've said this, you and I both have said this on this podcast for at least a year, storms are getting stronger. Mm-hmm. When you have global warming, uh, I hate that, uh, climate change, bleep, I'll bleep that out, <laughs> climate change, the world is getting warmer, you're going to have stronger storms. So it will not surprise me at all if they try to go to an EF6. We'll see. We'll see. They have to probably get the trademark on that movie, or whatever that movie was. Okay, well, uh, okay, we're getting long on time here, so let's get to Shara's segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's fun facts. I think you only have like one fun fact, don't you? I just have one small thing. One small. That's you know what? That's because good. Because we're so going ex- long. <laughs> I was so excited to talk to Misty. I didn't look up fun facts. That's okay. Okay. Uh, but I did see, and I'm sure everyone knows this, but I didn't, and I found it fun. Okay. That in places like Minnesota, Michigan, that get snow frequently, they name their plows. What? And they have a contest every year. What do you mean? Snowplow. They're snowplows. So they have a contest every year where you can submit your names and they'll pick and then they'll post. Okay. okay. So for, for Minnesota, <laughs> there's tons of them. Like it would take me forever to read them all. And they're hilarious. Oh, really? Okay. okay, okay. But the winners for Minnesota for 2022, <laughs> these are the actual names. They named their plows. Okay. Uh, Betty Whiteout. <laughs> Control Salt Delete. 
Oh, that's fun. Plowsaurus Rex. Scoop Dog. (laughs) No More Mr. Ice Guy. Edward Blizzard Hands. The Big Laplowski. Oh, no. And the Blizzard of Oz. Oh, my God. Those were the winners for 2022. (laughs) But you can look up. Those were just in Minnesota. You can look up Michigan. And there's... Hundreds of names submitted. No, wait. Does this happen every year? Every year. Oh, You can even look up past years. I looked up some of 2021, and they were even funnier, I think. I should have done some of them. But, yeah, every year they name their plows. I think my favorite is Betty Whiteout. Betty Whiteout. That has to be Betty Whiteout. I mean, they had to do one this year That one got the most votes. I I saw that on the news today. Betty Whiteout got the most votes. I don't know anybody who doesn't (laughs) love Betty White. I mean, come on. I mean, come on. Yeah. It's Betty White. I like kind of like control, salt, delete. That's really good. I you got to chuckle out of me on that one. Edward Blizzard hands. I mean, <laughs> come on, those are funny. Oh my gosh! But that's all I have. That's all. I have. That's so okay. Google and search those because there there's some really fun names. I only did the ones my favorites. Well, if you said last year's was even funnier, uh, twenty twenty one had some hilarious. Oh, ones. and that was just Minnesota. Like I just started reading Michigan's list before the podcast and they had some fun that's with, so great maybe i'll do some more next week do do that would be awesome that'd be a great fun fact so if, especially if they're funny we like that okay well let's get to the last segment it's the weather word of the week and this week's stormed our weather weather word of the week it goes to shara it's pretty easy but i thought it, it was close to one we've had before but I had to check. No, this is different than one we've had before. We've I wouldn't the... remember. <laughs> I, well, I have it in my spreadsheet. So, Shara, what is this week's Storm Dark Weather Weather Word of the Week? Aggregation. It is aggregation. So, what is aggregation? Aggregation is when falling ice crystals collide and stick to one another. This is how many snowflakes are formed. Oh, I don't, and I mean, just to reiterate, yeah. I don't know if people know this. I literally don't know the word before I read it. No, no, she, I, I do not see no, it. No, she's over there on her phone playing word. Yeah, I'm not warned of it <laughs> until he says time to get to the next segment, and then I'm like, oh shoot! And I pull out my list, and I am desperately trying to figure out how to say it before it's my turn. Yeah, but see, the advantage you have is you're a nurse, and you're used to these weird medical words. So I've always been good at. It words, reading yeah. words though, that, like great. even when I was younger, and like pronouncing people's names. Oh yeah, I had a weird last name growing up. Well, my first name is hard to pronounce for some people. I don't know why. Really, but it is. Shara is easy. I get called everything but Shara. Shirley and they do. They make it way harder. Sharon, <laughs> Sherry, Shara, Sharaya. They add letters. They take away letters. It's it. like what the heck, people. But anyway, my last name, my maiden name, was worse. Oh, and. I don't know. I, I guess I took it upon myself growing up. Like, I, I'm i just good with names. Yeah. I can generally take someone's name and pronounce it correctly. Well, and being a nurse, you see Weird hundreds names. of names all over Tons the place. Tons of names. And, I mean, I've had doctors come in and, like, say the patient's names, like, totally off the wall. Like, are you kidding me? Like, did you read? <laughs> it doesn't even look like it says it's that. It's doctors. You can't even read what they write. I know. You know I'm like, doctors. come on now. That's not even what it looks like. Where'd you get that? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So I try. Sherrod, uh, you have done stellar on all these weather words of the week, except that one time. 
There's been a couple that it could go well, either way. It, right. It could go like, yeah. You know, I know words that go this way and I know words that go that way and I pick the wrong way. And the only reason I know it was the wrong way is because I did research before you got here. It's like, right. how do you pronounce this word? Because like, if I knew the word ahead of time, I would totally Google it and listen to it. Say it to me. But that's no fun. That's no fun. No, it wouldn't so be the same. <laughs> Yeah, we liked having the fun. Things here I on do this. for people's entertainment. I know. By gosh, I know that. So, oh, what a fun podcast! Yeah, we've definitely got to have Misty back and Ryan. Yes, so. she's already told us that her husband Ryan would join her next time. Awesome, so. awesome. Well, uh, let's see. The, what we got to look forward to is just a wonderful week of great weather. We're gonna have some dry cold fronts come through, knock our temps down. Saturday's gonna be the coldest, but we're just gonna pop back up and then. We're going to be fine. So, Corey, you got anything else to add? No, I just had a fun day today on the trail. I'm going to post some video. Of oh, that's right. Soon. Yeah, I'm, you went I'm, on the I'm trail. sitting here editing during the podcast. Sorry. Well, you know, that's what Corey does because I'm Corey is the video guy. He's the, I'm job. the audio guy, Corey's video. So, Shara, got anything else you want to add? I got nothing else. Nothing. Well, then, after this wonderful podcast, I think it's time to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather. Like and follow our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Stormdar Weather.